0: I've already hit it, so uh, start yours at about four minutes in on mine.
1: Wait, what? I don't know. Uh, I can't tell if I lost you there for a second or if you was just making no sense.
0: Uh, oh, yeah, it is. It's hard to tell sometimes. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Never Heard of It podcast. I'm Craig Moorhead, and today I am joined, as always, by my
1: co-host, Sean P. Harwell. Mm. My middle name does not start with P. I don't know why I said that, but there All it right. is. Sounds um good. Welcome. Yeah, this is a mini-episode. This is 40.5. If you haven't had a chance to check out our chat with Jason Barker, guest and friend of ours, about the 1959 Disney film, wonderful little crazy, crazy Irish movie called Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Go check out that full episode. It's a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, we had a blast talking to him. And that one's a little different, you know, of the guests we've had. He's the only one who was kind of coming from it from the perspective of someone who works in a theater. So it's uh it's a, enlightening little chat there I think we, we learned quite a bit about what it takes to be in the movie business on the exhibition side these days and ages
0: agreed agreed I gotta say I don't uh, see a lot of interviews like that with people so it was really you know, great to be able to talk to him and, and get that perspective
1: that's right and if you want to find that you can go over to neverheardpodcast.com or just look back wherever you're listening to this one <laughs> mm-hmm. but we're also on YouTube and, and all the other social places so uh, come say hello please do Craig. Yeah. Remember when we talked about nuts?
0: Well, that's almost every day, Sean. You got to narrow that one okay, down. Okay.
1: Remember when we talked about the documentary Nuts? Yes. That was about quite John a time. Brinkley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a couple episodes ago. Well, check this out. This is the big news of the week for me, for sure. <laughs> I, um,. you know i I kind of laughed and got excited and also had to tip my hat to your clairvoyance by suggesting i think in our episode on the documentary nuts that you felt like this could be a biopic yeah the subject of john brinkley and his goat testicle transplant surgery that he pioneered uh you put that in air quotes in the 1930s Mm -hmm. well sure enough it's 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 happening and the people involved are pretty spectacular it looks like a Richard Linklater will be writing and directing, and Robert Downey Jr. will star either as Brinkley or Morris Fishbein, the um, wonderful antagonist Mm -hmm. (laughs) to Mr. John Brinkley, who worked for the American Medical Association. And I'm still excited about that. I I think you're right. I think there's a great version of that story in a fictionalized narrative form. And I think the people involved make a lot of sense. what about you
0: yeah I mean i it's hard to think of uh, anybody who is a better fit for that subject matter mm-hmm. like it just seems like yeah I mean what a what a great team for it you know it's 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 got to be a team that's that's got a good sense of humor but you know can also deal with the uh the seriousness of the subject um yeah, I don't know it sounds pretty good it sounds like that could uh be quite a thing to watch.
1: Yeah, I like it on a bunch of levels. A just being a fan of those two people, but specifically, nobody talks better than Robert Downey Jr., right? Oh yeah. And very few people write dialogue as well as uh Richard Linklater. I mean, he made a, a trilogy for God's sakes that's literally nothing but dialogue. Yeah. And it's amazing. And as we know and talked about brinkley was a man of the radio himself and so uh, i i think um boy that that seems like a really exciting fit also it appears as if actually they're basing their story um i, I think that at least they've got the rights to a podcast craig so maybe there's hope that somebody Wait will adapt one of ours. <laughs> yeah um a podcast called reply all they did an episode called man of the people and about John Brinkley, so maybe we'll throw a link to that. And I haven't listened to it yet, but I, I'm definitely interested to hear more about that guy because he's pretty fascinating.
0: Yeah, yeah. A friend of mine uh, actually brought up that particular podcast uh, talking about our podcast. Uh, that'd be uh, listener Jim McNamee. Hi, Jim. Um, hey, Jim. But uh, but yeah, I, I haven't gone and checked that particular episode out. But he said uh, it was a great way to to uh, hear that story. So I definitely want to check that out.
1: To cure your impotence, you want me to implant goat testicles into you. Well, Doc, that can't be worse than the nuts I got. Well, we'll tie this next uh, bit of news into our last episode here. I think I sent you an article from the AV Club about plans in Nashville, I think, in a... I don't know, a shopping center or a mega mall or something to do an indoor drive-in movie theater. And when I first saw this headline, I was very, very confused <laughs> yes. how exactly that would work. But no, you're not going to drive your car in there. So, um, you know, you are um, you have the Stretch Hummer right now, right?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. The so hot pink. It's okay. tough so to So, yeah, you're not going to
1: the- – Yeah, you'll just park that outside in the parking lot. You'll go inside – but then yes, they are. It's actually a recreation. It looks like they're probably doing like retro style. I don't know. If the cars will be retro themselves, but they're trying to recreate the feel of that drive-in indoors. You'll I guess you'll just go pick a car as if you were getting in like, uh, you know, a ride at a fair or something like that. Interesting. Obviously, they're not going to go anywhere. I don't think. Um, you'll sit down. You'll watch the movie. They'll have, uh, I think, uh, hamburgers, and milkshakes, and that whole vibe as well. How do you feel about that? I mean, also of note, apparently the largest non-IMAX movie theater screen in America. So is that something, let's say, okay, let's define a price point at which you would pay to go to that, Craig. How much a ticket, where where do you draw the line? And like, no, I'm not doing that. Uh, I mean,
0: it's a good question. When, When I first, just looking at the title, I figured this, it sounds like a really dumb idea. Like take take all the fun of going to a drive-in, and kind of erase that by putting it inside.
1: <laughs> right. Uh,
0: yeah, and and uh, but the but the yeah the the way you're describing it here kind of sounds like uh, the sci-fi dine-in theater mm-hmm. uh, at Disney's MGM Resort, uh, and and I only know that because I took my kids there and we, we sat in a car and ate a meal and you're not really watching a movie so that would be a whole other thing. It's it's certainly an interesting idea uh, I don't know you know if, if I had heard the idea specifically uh, from a sort of different point of view not not so much of we're going to take a drive-in and put it inside but instead like we're going to create a, a theater, an indoor theater with uh, you know a new wacky theme that'll <laughs> be be It'll be fun. It would be fun. It would be fun to go. Like I'd sure. probably go at least once yeah. just to see it, you know. Um, but I don't know. I mean, honestly, you know, one of the great things about going to an outdoor theater, at least for me, is that uh, people can kind of like kids can run around and people can kind of be as loud as they want. But you can c- shut your doors to your car and listen to the movie. Mm-hmm. and you know it, it kind of uh it's kind of the best of all worlds for for everybody whereas you put that inside i don't know what happens to that dynamic uh you know yeah. are, are people just going to be a lot freer with hey i'm going to talk on the phone you know i, I just like I, I, no i uh, can't can't get into that unless am i going to have an enclosed car i don't know it brings up a lot of questions that's
1: uh that's what i was wondering is w- will these cars have windshields mm-hmm. and uh really why would they yes exactly <laughs> you know i mean because
0: why would they and like, how yeah, terrible like, will it be if they don't you know
1: like yeah, yeah so, exactly uh, i feel i could go either way yeah
0: yeah uh i i don't know i i, I that, that's a good question you know uh we have one of the 338 drive-ins left in america kind of near nearish by our house
1: very nice. Uh, benji's
0: drive-in and have gone there uh, a couple times and man, I love that place. And it's great. Yeah, I don't know. This, uh, I guess, I should say, I'm a fan. Anytime somebody wants to build a new movie theater, great. Like keep building movie theaters. I, I, I shouldn't yeah. be down on it, but I, I am pretty confused.
1: I, I I am very interested to see what repeat business would look like because mm-hmm. I I think I I can easily imagine going there, spending fifteen bucks. Sure, it'd be fun. Once in a while Mm -hmm. but as far as being like your regular go-to for a movie theater I don't know I think that might be a little bit of a tough sell maybe they're not even going for that so uh, if we have anybody listening in the Nashville area who's gonna go or will go um, let us know maybe I'll chip in like three bucks for your ticket
0: You to be shitting me.
1: <laughs> okay, so I'm guessing the biggest news uh, from the past two weeks to you personally mm-hmm. has to be the big announcement from John Carpenter about mm. this next installment of Halloween, which is hitting close to home for us because, uh, yeah, dudes that we know are going to be making a Halloween movie. That's yeah. David Gordon Green and Danny McBride. Um, if you don't know those names, go watch You Spend It Down or oh, Your Highness man. or Pineapple Express. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I obviously I think we're both really excited. Mm-hmm. Danny gave an interview to Cinema Blend and talked about you know no, they're not making a comedy. It's not exactly a reboot or a remake. It's sort of a it's continuing the story of the first two movies, or or at least playing in those two worlds. And um, and uh, there that's the mythology that we'll, they'll be dealing with. Yeah, so I'm guessing you're just excited.
0: I, I yeah, I could not be more excited. Right. about that. In uh, fact, I think you
1: asked me how you could get. What do you need to do to get your internship on that? Right.
0: Um, I'm currently in the in, in the process of quitting my okay, job good. and leaving my
1: family so that I
0: can go intern um, uh, and work in amazing. the in the offices there. No. Uh, yeah, it's it's super exciting on uh, a lot of levels uh and and i think not the least of which the fact that both of these guys are phenomenally talented and i feel like i feel like maybe maybe even more in, in danny's case than than david's case i feel like a lot of people have not seen the range that he's got
1: sure and um i mean we don't know yet if he's even gonna be in it but he's definitely writing right right and well and that's what i mean but that's what i mean like like
0: i mean writing directing like that kind of stuff, like like what he knows combined with what David can do, I am so I'm super excited to see what they're gonna do because it's 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 also just it's just not gonna be the same old same old, right? You know, and that's it's just incredibly exciting to me. A while back, uh, an, another film school chum, uh, Jeff Nichols, was I guess in contention to make the new Poltergeist, and that was, that yes. was the last time I felt this excited. 'Cause I was just like like that That's would great. be an amazing uh, uh thing just just to for him to really put his spin on it. So anyway, yes, Halloween. I'm I'm sending my money in immediately.
1: I, I like a lot too. I mean A, I think you know, it's nice that Carpenter himself put that out there and actually was was as um open about it as he was with talking about their their actual pitch, like coming in and and really knocking his socks off and mentioning he might do some music for the film. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, you can't predict what's going to happen between now and whenever they would love to release this thing. Sometimes these things derail a little bit. Hopefully that won't be the case. Mm -hmm. But as we've seen in a countless number of examples of late, particularly... At Marvel, where they're taking directors who maybe have a horror background and putting them into something that's a little more action comedy, Um, I love that this is an example of doing the opposite. And um, yeah, yeah, I think it can be can be great. So I I wish, uh, just in general, more people got to play outside of their sort of. Defined genre, you know, um, absolutely on on the directing and writing side specifically. So yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, you'll be hearing a lot about this from us for sure. Mm -hmm. i don't know if you've seen the trailer for the beguiled the remake that sofia coppola did of the eastwood and don siegel movie yeah uh that's perplexing you've got to check that out i mean um boy that's that's never something i would have thought of her doing and i kind of love that she is i've only seen part of the original and it's very very weird and kind of specifically toned but um also, also super weird is this trailer for The Bad Batch, which I think just came out. And this is a film from um, a woman who did a movie called A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, which I had not seen, but I think it was a pretty well-received, uh, I want to say vampire movie I believe in so. The indie world. Yeah, okay. I, I still haven't seen it myself, that. but yeah. Yeah, we will have to check radar. that out. But um, that was sort of a side note for me just because I was... You know, I, I think I heard about this trailer because Keanu Reeves is in it and right. he looks like he's very very different from anything else we've seen him in but obviously um, there's a lot of attention on him right now because of how well John Wick 2 is doing Yeah, um, Jason Momoa is in this Jim Carrey um, uh, Suki Waterhouse I think is the lead new actress and Giovanni um, Ribisi and a couple other people Craig I, I, I cannot tell what this movie is about <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, it 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 sort of starts out it looks like it's going to be sort of one of those torture porn movies where it's yeah. just where it's just g- girl in in distress and and people doing horrible things to her and uh and then it kind of leaves that behind and uh yeah, I I I don't know. I'm I'm certainly intrigued. I mean the the trailer definitely doesn't um I don't know. It doesn't even really feel like it builds to a climax in a weird way. Like yeah. It, it I, I mean, yes. Kind of, kind of gives you all this stuff to chew on and then, uh, you know, asks you to, I don't know, stick around, I guess. So I'll be interested to see w- what's going to happen with that.
1: Yeah. If, if the movie came out and people are like, Oh, that everything from the trailers in like the first five minutes, I'd be like, yeah, okay. That makes kind of <laughs> sense. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. I, that that would make sense to me. Like you cannot tell, like even like, so many of the shots are really in the same sort of like desert location, or or you know something that looks deserty in the background anyway. Yeah. Um, and then there's some stuff with with Keanu's character who looks a little more urban. But uh, it's a it's a weird one. We'll throw that up there. I'd be curious to hear what people think about that. Beautiful, isn't it? They're disgusting. No, they're men. You're gonna have to act just like them. So pay attention. Two big pieces of news, I think, out of New Zealand, which. Uh,
0: so it's, it's where it's you know, always for, coming
1: from these days I, I know right they've got like four and a half million people um uh the live action version of mulan which i think we both talked about being inevitable mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. has just attached director nicky caro who did uh whale rider which I, don't, I love that movie i don't know if you saw that or not but i have like, not seen it movie. it's so oh, funny it like so i like i remember touching, it i remember
0: yeah. it coming out but i i've not yeah
1: seen it. really great performance um and then uh she also did uh, North Country with Shirley Styron, that McFarlane USA, which I think was a Disney movie, live action movie. Mm-hmm. And then she's got the Zookeeper's wife, which I think is just a big adaptation coming out this year with Jessica Chast- Chastain. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, the Disney machine just, just keeps going. Yeah. And I will say like, I've seen Mulan. I don't remember that much like it just didn't stick with me that right. well. There's a couple of songs I think they do. But I think this is one of those clear examples where this version could surpass that animated film. For sure. Yeah.
0: It'll be interesting. I mean, it's it's kind of a neat uh, way to go about things because uh, they, they can kind of look at that one and if there's anything they, they felt fell short or anything, you know, you can kind of bolster it for this next one. Now, I haven't watched... I don't know, actually, I don't know if that's true. I don't think I've watched any of the new live-action Disney movies.
1: Right, they saw Jungle Book, right?
0: Oh yeah, Jungle Book. What am I talking about? Okay, yeah. So <laughs> and, and and that was great. Jungle Book yeah, was fantastic. I, mean, I haven't seen Cinderella though. I haven't seen
1: Cinderella's not bad. It's really not bad. That's the thing. I feel like yeah, yeah.
0: It, it, it seems like they're uh, they're not messing around with these, which is kind of neat. Like I definitely want to get a lot of that stuff uh in front of you know in front of the kids and, and check it out. So yeah, I'm interested to see what they're gonna do with old Mulan here
1: little moulin rouge mm-hmm. um yeah but the other news out of uh and we'll keep you posted on all things disney princesses because we have daughters. that's yeah no problem <laughs> um but the other big news out of uh new zealand is that taika watiti who's the uh, director of um what we do in the shadows and also the upcoming thor movie um fantastic act comedic actor in and of himself um he is doing the, there's a famed Blacklist script, you know, that's that big Hollywood standard for every year of the best unproduced screenplays, about Michael Jackson's chimp Bubbles. And I think it's even from the perspective of the chimp. And so he's directing this as a stop motion animated film with the company that did uh, Anomalisa, the Charlie Kaufman movie, which I still have got yep, to see. i still haven't seen that. And yeah and also I think Dan Harmon's company is involved of community fame right so i um i definitely want to see what the hell this will look like
0: <laughs> yeah again definitely intrigued uh yeah i I have no idea what this what this is even supposed to mean to me to be honest so yeah i'm I'm looking forward to seeing that trailer and see uh, exactly where they're gonna take things
1: well apparently he mentioned like um you know, he's like obviously people know I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan. So I I didn't know that, but that's kind right. of interesting. But you know, he said that um, this isn't a movie about Michael Jackson. Like it's not that story. He would not feel comfortable telling that story. But it it is about like his legacy and that world. Right. And um, that that's a really interesting premise at the least. Sure. So I I think you know that's one of those that you could imagine is great on paper but needs the really like like the perfect guy to pull that off and and maybe they got it here i think that they got a good shot
0: maybe so yeah i i have no way of 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 judging who would be great (laughs) for this particular one so yeah yeah i don't i don't don't know i
1: don't i need to i need to find the script and figure out if there's even like dialogue or what yeah (laughs) yeah what what if yeah you you can't even tell what anyone's saying the whole time yeah I will say, I do remember, you know, in Being John Malkovich, there's that moment where you sort of go inside the mind of the chimp that uh, he and Cameron Diaz, uh, Cusack and Cameron Diaz have. Yeah. And you sort of see how it escaped from his pa- his parents when his parents were captured. That's pretty great. And that's like the only thing I can conjure up But That was live action, obviously. So this will be quite different. And, uh, yeah, we'll be talking about that one again, I'm sure, too. Absolutely. Craig, I got nothing else. Um, I, I think we'll keep our eyes peeled on the interwebs and see what else pops up. But um, yeah, that I think that was uh, it's been a good couple of weeks for for exciting news out of out of the movie world. I think
0: it has, it has, and actually, you know yeah. what? Uh, I'll throw one more thing out there. Throw it. So I mentioned a while back, a friend of mine, Megan Griffiths, uh, was putting together a movie called Sadie. Uh, yes, we were talking indeed. about you can. Uh, you could throw some money their way or some uh, donations in kind to, to help get this movie made. Well, uh, there was an announcement in Variety today that uh, Sadie, at least, has has been cast.
1: Oh, fantastic. Looks
0: like uh, Melanie Linsky, uh, Danielle Brooks. Oh, I love her. Yeah, and and Tony
1: Hale. Ah, oh, the great Tony Hale, yes. Yeah, uh,
0: are going to be in this. So um, if any of those names are super exciting to you, go to sadiefilm.com and yeah. uh, and help support this uh this movie um it looks like it's going to be pretty great so uh don't miss it
1: awesome yeah and we'll be back next time uh we flopped things around a little bit just due to some uh technical difficulties we were having in the editing room but yeah we're talking with Brian O'Connell about the 2015 comedy Bad Milo right on that is uh Again, just go look at the poster. You'll get a good idea of what that movie is about and why you should watch it on Netflix. And uh, that was a fun discussion. So that that episode will be up soon. And until then, um, you know where to find us. And keep keep your dreams alive and your evil dead. Mm.
0: Oh, that was good.